Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Market Minute. My mission is to help you better understand the latest trends in the U.S. real estate market and share with you my analysis and industry expertise. I want to help you gain an advantage and feel confident whenever you're buying and selling real estate. I'm your host, Mark Salib. I'm a passionate real estate professional, advisor, and investor, and I love what I do. Follow and DM me on Instagram at the Salib Group. You can send me an email, mark at the salibgroup.com. And as always, thank you for tuning in to today's show. All right, so I want to talk about a, a commercial real estate story um, that I think was quite fascinating to me, and it speaks to um, you know the overall economy, but also ta- I think it'll it'll trickle itself into residential real estate as well. But it's a bigger it's a bigger story when it comes to commercial real estate, and it's that the Wall Street Journal. Uh, they generally, what they did was they talked about in a, in a, in a recent article just, just came out this morning, uh, that commercial landlords in the United States are no longer cutting price. Um, and what they mean by that is essentially, and I'll read you the title here for retailers, businesses back and landlords say no more rent discounts. Landlords are increasing leverage. And it's a sign that retail real estate's recent strength is 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 very, very, very noticeable and will continue. Uh, it says here, retail property owners are shedding the discounts and other concessions they offered struggling tenants during the depths of the pandemic. The latest sign that the competition for retail real estate is intensifying. Many landlords slashed rent prices as they struggled to fill empty storefronts during the first year of the pandemic. Um, and we know retail really did struggle, obviously, as folks were locked in and not going out to stores and and restaurants and so forth. Now, this talks about the retail space. So you think of like a Simon property group, someone that owns like, you know, the majority of the malls, uh, the, the malls in this country. Uh, and, and you see that retail is strengthening. It's coming back. Now, what's interesting about this is this is the first time anyone has said this. It's the first time that someone is saying that, you know, landlords are no longer cutting prices and that retail looks strong and businesses look strong. And I like to see, you know, this tells me what, you know, I like to see something like this because it tells me, first of all, that it's a, it's a sign of the strength of the U S economy. When you see retail, it's one of, it's one of those big indicators, you know, like consumer spending and you start to see like, you know, people starting to spend money again, but it's a big sign to me that that there's strength in the economy if retailers are doing well, if the consumer is purchasing goods and services. Uh, it's a very good sign for the economy. The goods side of the economy had struggled for a while, uh, and services was doing well. Hotels, airlines, all those things, you know, really went up, um, you know, as people got out and vacationed and things like that. But the goods were struggling for a while, but they're coming back. They're coming back strong and people are spending again. Again, when the economy's doing good, it's usually a generally a good sign for real estate. It's a good sign for the market. And a lot of this could trickle down. I mean, as landlords are doing well, they're going to be more inclined to spend money on residential real estate, to grow out their spaces and so forth. Even at-home businesses who need extra space, who convert a garage, all that stimulates the housing market, or they want to move to get another 
a house with a bigger space, with a home office or whatever it may be. Either way, as a retailer, you're doing well. There's more money in your pocket. Your business is growing. There's a lot of online retailers that are also doing well. Many, many of them who run their businesses out of their homes, you know, so this could stimulate residential real estate as well, uh, just due to strength of the economy and for just needs of different landlords and retailers in general. Um, you know, and what it is, is something to think about here. When you start to see an article like this, it, and it's coming from the Wall Street Journal, it tells you to to envision a strengthening economy, a growing economy, uh, you know, greater GDP, uh, you know, in a, in a year in which I think, uh, you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a rate environment, in a year in which the rate environment could actually stimulate the economy even more um, as borrowing costs become less, people are going to be more inclined to borrow and grow their businesses, grow their wealth, and it all tends to just trickle down uh, into the economy, and it will all be a stimulant for the real estate market, housing in general, and all the things that encompass it, almost like a halo effect, uh, I think going forward, and it's a good sign for 2024. That is it for me today. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. And as always, if you have questions or need specific advice, ideas, or just some help regarding your particular real estate needs or situation, DM me on Instagram at the Salib Group, or you can just send me an email to mark at thesalibgroup.com. Don't forget to leave a rating for the show, follow or subscribe to help others find the show and be informed and educated about the real estate market just like you. See you on the next Real Estate Market Minute podcast. Thank you.